Uh, yeah. I, I was with it. I'm just upset my computer is acting a donkey. Anybody acting a donkey? Will anybody see Star Wars this weekend? Anybody? No. no. B, B Murray's going tonight. B, you going to the first show in the seven o'clock 3D spectacular yeah. with laser light show? Yep. Ten thirty. Uh, Ten thirty-five 3D at Oak Ridge Mall. Wow. You, see uh, you there? You wait that is line? brave. Are you ready to be, to be packed in there with everybody else? I'm just looking forward to some costumes and some characters. Oh my gosh. He's just happy to be here. That's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be some <laughs> kind of show out there. Hey, do the women dress up too? I don't know. I'll shoot some video for you guys. You gonna take a Show take a phone. camera? No, I'll just use the old use uh, the phone. The phone, yeah. I'm gonna wait until after the new year. I probably won't even get to a theater, so I'll see it on DVD probably. Oh, Although I feel like I feel it'll like it'll be in the theater for till like June. True. I feel like it's one of those that you should see in the theater though, right? Yeah, you With have the big to. sound yeah. and everything. Yeah. All right, maybe dress Jaden up in a little. Uh, Little outfit with a little robe. Just throw a bag. Put a little R two D two R two D two on. Exactly. Him. He'll love it. Uh, did the did the uh, the lady bring you home anything from Germany? Anything good? I got a awesome. Um, it's uh, pewter. It was pewter. That's the word. Aw- <laughs> I got it. Like that's a sexy silver color. Mm-hmm. I got an awesome pewter Buccaneers. stein. Oh, Ooh, nice! Got, like two lions on it. Good size, like about this big. Oh, how many beers can you fit in? Have you tried could, yet? Ooh, is I it Game of Thrones style? Fit, yeah. Esque, yeah. I could fit probably 20, 24 ounces in it. Nice. Good size. Oh, that's got to bring that to the food truck. Do some bicep curls. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I'll do. Oh that. yeah. Bring it out. I'd like to see it. Welcome into the bullpen for the week of December 17th, 2015. Everybody in the bullpen as usual. Evan, JP, Brandon, Dan, B. Murray Films over there on the board. Let's take a hydration check, everybody, before we jump into our top stories. Brandon, as usual, we will start with you. I believe it's a 21st Amendment day. It is. And uh, Evan's drinking with us today. Yay! So we're both doing the Heller High Watermelon from 21st Amendment. Solid beer. Yeah, this is a beer I actually introduced Brandon to when he came out here to visit. He was still living in Arizona. Came up to California for the U.S. Open at Olympic Club 2012 nice, with nice. his dad for Father's Day weekend. And yep. Took me and the brother and pops and to their to their uh, restaurant in San Francisco on Third Ave up from the ballpark and fell in love a little bit that night. Yeah, with the uh, Heller High Watermelon. Heller High Watermelon. Best time to have it in the summer with a slice of watermelon in the beer. Oh, right. It's so still it's still pretty decent. Not on a cold winter day it's here in Northern California. In a tiny studio in December, but but yes. Cool, JP. What you got? Uh, Metro Mint. Now. <laughs> Now, this week, uh, I did my due diligence on the internet, and I Googled the address. So, if you ladies and gentlemen are unable to meet me halfway with the sponsorship, I will gladly come to you and knock at that door, and I'll demand the sponsorship myself in person. Yeah. I, I feel like... The word is out. I, I feel He's, like they might slap a restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no way. Despite, I mean, that would require them to, to have to listen to this, but... Uh, and, and that's the thing, because once this takes off even further, mm-hmm. then you're going to come crawling, asking me, are you going to sponsor me? And then I'll have right. to decline you publicly. We'll have to tell them and where be we sad. are. So I'm actually trying to meet you before the rest of the world meets us. 
So let's make the right decision here. Metro men, get it together. JP, you can tweet at him, at JP. Yahoo, Yahoo Sports. That is correct. Come on, man. Uh, I also, going 21st Amendment, I'm going with the Brew Free or Die IPA. I've Another actually, good one. I've actually mm-hmm. never had this. Or maybe I have uh, before a ball game, but I don't remember it. So I've also never, I, I can't remember last time I've had an IPA out of a can that tasted any good. And this one actually does. 7% alcohol by volume here. So 21st Amendment Day. Cheers, boys. Let's get things started. Just down the road from us here in Sacramento, Evan, what's the deal with Rondo? Yeah, Rajon Rondo making a lot of headlines uh, this past week, last couple weeks, actually, because it goes back to December 3rd, two weeks ago today, as we tape, when the Kings played the Celtics in Mexico City. Rondo was ejected from a game in which the Kings lost to the Celtics. Um, And in the incident, he was tossed out of the game and went back towards referee Bill Kennedy and said something. Um, What was on the tape originally uh, in an interview Commissioner Adam Silver did with uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, Yahoo Sports, on his new podcast, The Vertical, was that um, it was unclear what was apparently said on the tape, but what came through after about a week of investigating with the officials' report and then also independent investigators talking to Rondo, Bill Kennedy, and another official from that game was that Rondo dropped a homophobic slur. Um, after about a week of investigating, Rondo was suspended uh, last Friday the 11th, And then news came out on Monday uh, that Bill Kennedy decided to come out and reveal that he is gay. Um, What has been unclear about this is whether Rondo knew he was gay, thought he was gay, simply said the slur. Um, But it's something that's kind of taken the NBA by storm, obviously. And uh, part of that podcast was actually really interesting, in my mind, with Woj and Adam Silver, was Silver saying that Kennedy came to him on the Sunday after the suspension was announced and said he decided to uh, come out. Um, Unclear if it was really because of this incident. I think you'd have to assume that that fueled it. But really kind of a hot point. And what's the question off of it? You know, uh, Adam Silver said the one-game suspension was only one game because he didn't want to out Bill Kennedy because he's silver. If, he, if it had been longer, if it had been longer, would ask questions, previous incidents, Kobe had been fined for saying F word, the same word. Joe Kim Noah had been fined. It, silver was worried that if he went two, three, four games longer, people would go, well, why is this such a more significant penalty mm-hmm. than what the guys previously had? Um, so that answered the question of why it was one game, because that was originally the talk over the weekend. But curious what your guys' thoughts kind of are on, on the whole situation. I was just confused because when he first <clears throat> got the second tech, he got the second tech for staring. There were no words spoken. And then when he came back, he, you know, was cursing them out, which, you know, in fact is wrong, and I'm not going to argue that. But the first report was he was thrown out of the game for calling him gay slurs but like that that actually is incorrect because we watched him get thrown out he didn't open his mouth like they had a staring contest and he gave him a technical right he'd been ejected left and then came back Back, correct towards kennedy yeah but the first report was that he called him the slur and that's why he was thrown out of the game and you know that's why people were up in arms so i I don't know at what point he said it i guess it's on the way back i mean he's wrong for saying it yeah it kind of opens up some other people's argument after the news of the one game suspension was well he gets suspended one game for saying a gay slur. Donald Sterling loses his franchise for saying a racist slur. Um, is one worse than the other? Is that the question? I feel like because Donald that, Sterling did a lot more before that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the nail true. in his that's coffin. Yeah. yeah, he had too many chances to rectify a it lot was, of that. It's, it's like done. the Sark situation. You know, he was he lost a lot of games, but right. the, the alcoholism was the the push over the edge. 
I'll sum it all up. I think both both are equally disgusting. Um, both deserve some serious punishment from the NBA, and I think this does send. I message. think it probably happens more often than is reported. I think that's I, some I would stuff agree with that. is yeah. said in sports. I, I I'm I'm shocked that. Um, that he got suspended because I th- I think this kind of stuff happens in every sport way too often probably, um, but yeah when it when it happens to a referee that who later comes out as being gay, it becomes a bigger story. But I, I'm I'm shocked that this is even remotely. I mean it's it's news because the referee came out, but if if he didn't decide to come out as gay, I think it would have just been pushed under the rug because this happens way too often in sports. Yeah, and Rondo's really. <clears throat> lack of apology in his first statement following the news yeah second one followed by a then second statement which was more of an apology Staged but still are just garbage yeah, yeah if absolutely. you don't mean it you might as well just, just not say it whether, exactly. people, yeah, whether people like I'd, you I'd or rather not, you just not don't i'd rather it. you yeah. not apologize than, yeah, than give me the, the the staged apology on twitter or whatever or if you yeah, have a statement because you didn't say that anybody can have twitter fingers mm-hmm. agreed so you can have somebody tweeting for you anyway hopefully more positive comes out of this in terms yeah. of other players keeping their mouth shut so they're going to say or have those kind of thoughts. Shout out to the NBA for being uh, excellent at not having the floor mics on like the NFL because during, oh, yeah. during league games, you hear a <laughs> lot of off-color stuff that you shouldn't hear on national TV. And the NBA seldomly happens, but not like it does in, in football. So they're good at not letting you hear what's actually said on the court. Well, somebody who's probably, well, doesn't seem to be too sorry about what he said nah. this week. Gilbert Arenas, JP, you want to wrap this one up for us? Gilbert Arenas uh, is at the house with um, too much money. Yeah. And also a time <laughs> one is saying shout out to his to his agent who got him the sexiest amnesty contract in sports next to Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> but uh, he's at the house and uh, Tamara D, Tamara D and her homegirl, uh, Melody Ray, were having a photo shoot. A little risque. I mean, they're clothes. They're in like, you know, regular photo shoot attire. And uh, he goes on a rant about how the WNBA doesn't have the proper image to his liking. I'm paraphrasing because Agent Zero was pretty crude in his remarks. But uh, the gist of it was all other female sports have better attire, which then draws male viewers, which then drives money, advertising dollars, etc. And the WNBA does not. And they're not as feminine as the other sports in dress code. And that's kind of why they're faltering on the capital side. Right. Uh, This is a bad paraphrase. I'm not going to read what Gilbert said, though, but it's funny. But women wouldn't think it was funny. But he's right. I think the, you know, well, okay. I think, can we all agree that he probably didn't say it the right way? On that, oh, in that Instagram I post? I can definitely, yeah. Okay, so we can all agree on he that. He shouldn't yeah. be saying but any, the message yeah. being sent, and JP, this is, I think, what you're, what you're hitting on, is the message being sent is that women's sports, you, you have to play to build your audience, right. and they're not doing it with their game. No. No. So but is, he's, that, is that kind of where you're going with this? The way he, yeah. he worded it, too, is that he's also suggesting that basically you're not there to watch them play basketball. You're there to watch them to and look And I, th- I think he's wrong on that. Well, I think there's plenty of people that actually go and, and, and enjoy watching them them play basketball. There are some people who go to watch because, oh, someone's good looking. There are right. female fans and, who go to watch men play sports because right. they look good. <laughs> the fact is the, the product is being put out for the product, for the sport, for basketball. It's not being put out to have 
attractive people running yeah. around. See, I, I agree and I disagree. That, that's why they have the lingerie okay. football league. Right. And, and he, for, okay. for people who want to watch that kind of that, stuff. He references that in the comment section. So if you go to the C-section, he's debating with like a few feminists and they're bringing up good points. One young lady specifically like debated him well on the counterpoint of like the money. Right. And yes, you don't have to be misogynistic. You don't need to be chauvinistic, but you have a product. And if you want this product to succeed and maximize your earning potential, like the men don't need to look like Excuse me, the women don't need to look like men. And if you watch a WNBA game, like a lot of the women are dressed not like boys, but like the jerseys are so big and baggy. And then he referenced name 10 sports that women play. So then she named five. And then they asked about the earning potential of the five sports and who had the lowest uh, tennis, uh, MMA. Uh, track and field, volleyball are all thriving and Olympic sports, but basketball had the lowest revenue. And then you talked about the WNBA games, how there's nobody there, but you can go to a college volleyball game or a professional volleyball game, beach volleyball, and it's packed. Like it's all over ESPN and they get high ratings. So he, his second point on the second post later was if you curtail the jersey to maybe be something more feminine, maybe more people will watch. And then you would have better viewership, better dollars, more right. advertising. And another point on there was name five WNBA players. And nobody could name more than Skylar Diggins, who, of course, is probably the most attractive WNBA player. But like this year, she came off the bench. So when we're talking about the skill set side, she's not the premier person being pushed by the league because she might not even be the best player on her team. So there's two sides. This is not yeah. a new problem for the WNBA. No, this has absolutely been a, This not. has been a problem. Revenue has been a problem of theirs for for a long time and, and people have said that the NBA is, you know, keeping them afloat and all that kind of stuff and, and who knows if that's true or not, but but yeah, this is not something new that it, it's just, you know, you have a idiot in Gilbert Arenas, you know, chiming in, you know, the only way he knows how with I wouldn't hashtags. call him a, I wouldn't call him an idiot because one of the young ladies in the video agreed. She said well, Melody Ray said I'm all about empowering women and if wearing sexy attire helps them with the game. She, she's then I'll doing, allow it. she's also then doing a photo the photo shoot she's doing, she's wearing a thong and I don't think they're gonna come out wearing thongs in the in the WNBA. I don't think that's I mean, they're, really they're, the answer. Underwear. She's and she's a hooper. She went to UC uh excuse me, I'm she not went to Tennessee Martin. Not. Right, but that's not an athletic that's not athletic clothing. One. No. And two, I don't think this photo shoot's going to help the WNBA. No, that's not the kind of product they're trying to put out either way. I mean, you know, there's the reason why someone created a lingerie football league because that's yeah. a product they're trying to put out is girls yeah. and skip me clothing. They're not going to put out a lingerie basketball association. You know what? If someone wants to do that and that's what they want to do is have this, have female athletes maybe running around Gilbert lingerie, should be the go for it. Of the, How about not but, lingerie? What about maybe like smaller, still fully like clothed uniforms? Volleyball-esque clothes. I don't even want to, they didn't have to wear volleyball. Like, like they're wearing shorts the size of, of Jordan shorts. Like they're 2X on a on a five foot two point guard. Why does that matter? I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I just want them to maximize earning potential because, you know, America's not... A, Country, it's a business. Yeah. And they want to make money. Right. I mean, the women in the WNBA, they do not make a lot of money. No, and and a lot of them play overseas in the off season because they get paid more overseas than they do here. So, I mean, yes, the WNBA does need to try ways to maximize their earning potential. I'm not saying they. I think we can all agree this, the, is, this is not the way to do it. No, no, not I'm the not, way they're going to do it. Right. Well. It's not the way they're going to do it. Yeah, that's that's definitely the case. But but they do need to find ways to maximize it because the women do need to be paid more than they are. Because if you're getting paid more overseas, like that's that's ridiculous. And that's a problem. Yeah. But 
but what the, the the essential part of this is he's just saying more people would go to games if they wore something a little bit more feminine. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Right. And do you, do you disagree or agree with I, that? I, I don't disagree with that because in the world that we live in, that's the sad truth. Exactly right. Ice girls yeah. in the NHL. Yep. Cheerleaders in the NFL. The MMA. People the go MMA, to see the, that. The, the, the ring, ring girls. girls in the MMA. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not agreeing with the way he said it, no, but no, I do no, have I'm to not, say yeah. that if but, you want to increase revenue, yeah, right. that could work. Is yeah. WNBA going to do that? No, they're not going to do that. If he had eloquence, it's about the basketball. Across better. W- would you have the same opinion if you were a woman and you were talking about a bunch of men playing basketball in Speedos? If it was going to increase revenue for the league, I would say if you think more women would go to games because of that, and that's what you're, that's what you're, uh, you're whatever you want to call it. I think it's different because <laughs> that's what people want. Women are beautiful creatures, men, body, and that's speedos. true. That's just, that's scary. I, I think you would lose. I, I see what you're saying. Some people I see what you're saying. Evan. I know, I know, but, <laughs> but it goes, Brandon said it, it, it's the world that we live in, right? Yeah. And yeah. popular sports, unfortunately, the women's game takes a back seat. Yeah. yeah. We could go on for the rest right. of the podcast talking about this. I think we can all agree. Gilbert could have handled that a hell Absolutely. of a lot better. Gilbert, yeah. work, work on the approach next time. <laughs> his, his approach game, not strong. Yeah, it's not really popping, but we, we, get, we, we feel you halfway. All right, well, it's never a good time to transition to politics, so <laughs> let's get out of that and head over to politics. Evan, what's up with uh, Trump and Tom Terrific? I was saying before that we did the podcast, man, for holiday season, yeah. this is some serious stuff we're going through this week. But it, Season's it's, greetings. It's good stuff. It's good discussion, guys. Uh, the big story this week was, actually goes back to something that happened in September where Tom Brady, a hat was seen in his locker at the Patriots uh, team facility. It was one of the Donald Trump's Make America Great Again, mm-hmm. which we've seen, and uh, some have called it a trucker hat, whatever you want to call it. It's a hat with a slogan that Trump has been promoting during his campaign for president. But uh, what came out this week was the New York Daily News uh, put out a tabloid cover after Am- Brady amazing. after Brady did an interview in Boston saying he didn't want to uh, knock down Trump's campaign. He, he said, hey, he's a friend and I support him. The New York Daily News came out with a cover that said, Brady has no balls, <laughs> which, of course, is going off That's of so the, good, the, the deflate gate. All of it. Uh, talk from earlier this year and all that. Um, here's my take on on Brady and how he handled this. It's in a private locker room in, in the sense of the team thinks it's a private place, right? But the fact is the media comes through and is going to see where he puts his stuff. He put this hat in a place right there where the reporters come to, cameras come to, and you can see. They're going to ask a question about this hat if it's out there. Why... Did, why keep it out there? Why put it out there? I mean, it's months ago now, obviously. But then now, should he be criticized now for not either standing up against Trump or just coming out saying, yeah, I support Donald. I like what he thinks. Deal with it. He needs to be held accountable, man. I, I, I don't like two arguments. I read the Wetzel article and then in the article, paraphrasing again, he kind of went the angle of like, he's just a football player. So let him play football. Well, that kind of demeans him like he's dumb and he's not able to hold his own in a political form or just answering a question for him. And I feel like this goes beyond politics because he said, I support all my friends and then didn't want to answer the Trump questions, you know, after they kept going. I'm like, all right, well, Aaron Hernandez is your friend. So does that mean you support an alleged murderer? I mean, it's, this, it's the same premise. It's the same principle. Like, is that the case? And in the locker room where it's at in his locker, I, I'm not thinking that Tom Brady's not dumb. Like, you knew it was there. It no. was facing out. It was playing in front and center. If you frame up your shot from any angle around his locker, you see the hat. Well, like, it, it, this had to be purposeful. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a chance that the campaign may have that there, and he may be getting a monetary benefit for oh, having sh- it there. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, you can't really. But if he says he supports his friends, and he's admitted to like, playing golf with him, and he's you know he knows him, the question is, is why is it if he supports him for president, why is that why a problem? Is he, yeah, we can all support whoever it? we want. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're the NFL quarterback. You have a humongous platform. True. And like whether you're okay with being popular or not, like fame comes with responsibility. And he has to be held accountable for that, whether this is his deal, whether he feels like he should or shouldn't. I mean, you're supporting a xenophobe. Um, <laughs> your your friend is a, a known blatant racist. Why would you want a friend like that? And if somebody asks you a question about it, I feel like you, you should answer it truthfully. And, and that's part of the thing with Brady is that he doesn't he, he talks about it and kind of answers the questions, but doesn't really make a statement on it. And he's kind of letting this fester and float around because he doesn't just kind of come out and say, hey, listen, he's a friend of mine. It's a hat he gave to me. It's in my locker. I'm not going to answer more questions about yeah. it. He doesn't shut it Put down. It he yeah. kind of lets it He, he continues to beat her on the bush. Well, why doesn't he just come out? He could even spin this a devil's advocating. He could spin this the other way and be like, oh, I don't agree with everything that Donald does, but... He's still my friend. Okay, we move on. Like, you didn't even say that. Like, you, no one asked you about Islamophobia. They didn't ask you about Muslims. They didn't ask you about the Mexican comments or how he said, you know, people are killing and raping uh, people coming from south of the border. Like, none of that was asked. They just asked you, why would you support someone like Donald Trump? And, like, why is your hat there? And he still has yet to come out and give a clear, concise answer as to why it was front and center. He can get all uppity about, you know, he, he, he's very, he can be opinionated, as we saw with the Deflategate stuff. He doesn't. He didn't beat around the bush with that stuff. He came right out when when people were, you know, complaining about the fact that he used deflated balls. He had plenty he co- of opinions. He to say. copped the attitude, right? Exactly, and thought that it was like him, you know, everybody against him. And now here he is, you know, supporting this guy allegedly, you know, however you want to take it, and he doesn't have anything to say about it. Come on, Tom. Like we're we're not we're not stupid, and you're not stupid. Like let's let, quit playing the song and dance, and and spare me the you know the hats just there. Like he doesn't know what he's like. Athletes wear hats a lot in the locker rooms to like to show you know mm-hmm. to, to support their brand to sell stuff. You Guy know, wears a TB12 hat all the time. Right, exactly. Like Patrick Peterson this week wearing a, a a PP LSU color hat, you know, when he's talking to the media, like that's smart. That's that's cool. That's marketing. Like that's he's marketing. Like, you know, but Tom Brady not doing a very good job of marketing if if that's his know, goal. If that's if that's the guy you're you're supporting and, you know, it, it's probably going to have some backlash. I mean, it might help Trump, but it's certainly not going to help Brady. I so, I don't know Wetzel, but I'm disappointed that you also have a humongous platform and you wouldn't call him out on that. Just like Velasquez surmised, you got butt hurt when they were asking you about those deflated footballs, you smashing your cell phone, and this, that, and the 15th. But when they asked you about the hat that's sitting in your locker, oh, he's just a football player, and, you know, just let him play football. Well, I think Dan's, Dan's point of the article was not to, you know, because if it is Tom's opinion that he supports Trump because of his beliefs, then that, you know what, a lot of people don't agree with it, but he has the right to, to support Trump in that aspect. I think Dan's point of the column was more the fact that about the argument of why are we looking at a football player for a political statement? Yeah. Well, well, then yeah. why then why do you have that hat there? He, he because he, maybe because it's he, a friend and maybe supports. He him. made the first political statement by putting the cap in the locker. Yeah, that, right. that is a political statement. Yeah. Like he made the first yeah. move, and now everybody else is counter counter moving. I'm making, I'm making a political statement with this hat. <laughs> right, you're very, a Twins very fan. Very I'm, a twin, I'm a Twins fan. Well, but we talked about this a little bit earlier. Is is that 
Tom Brady is a social figure and the general public looks to social figures for their agreements or disagreements with political figures. You look at actors, singers, who they support in a presidential race is important to people. So that's why we're talking about it, because yeah. Tom Brady is, is probably the most well-known quarterback in the NFL got, right now based yeah. on the fact of he's got the championships. Right. Well, and, uh, Yeah. And again, that's another thing we can go into and spend the rest of the podcast on, because in my opinion, why do people look to athletes and musicians I, I for their agree. political uh, beliefs? No, I, I agree Use with you what's completely. In between here right, exactly. And then, and we know the country is full of sheep, people but don't. again, yeah. this is the country that we live in. Right. Going back to the Gilbert Arenas thing, it's it, it's a sad de-escalation of of intelligence with within this entire country. You know, based on you know not thinking before we say things and relying on other people to tell us who we should vote for. Mm-hmm. Make well, a decision, yeah. people. Yeah, people do are it sheep. yourself. <laughs> Like it, don't look to Tom. Yeah, don't look to Tom. Yeah. Well, it's another sad week for America, not only because we just talked about Donald Trump for a Ugh. few minutes there, but also <laughs> because again, guys. Abby Wambach plays her last game for the women's national team. Brobes, she did not go quietly. Well, yeah, she played her last game last night. It was actually a pretty funny like post-game interview, and after she was done, she literally dropped the mic and walked off, which I thought was kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, but earlier in the day, she was on the Bill Simmons podcast, which, quick side note, ESPN stole a bunch of her quotes from the podcast. That's so but funny. Did, but didn't cite him, which <laughs> I thought shocker. Was, which, which was very funny. <laughs> Another shot to the, the Simmons-ESPN war. Bring back Grantland. Um, and Simmons asked her what she would do to make U.S. soccer better, and she just candidly you know said i would definitely fire jurgen jurgen which you know lana donovan has come out and said that you know voiced his opinion that he thinks jurgen should go and i mean I, i'm not she's got a point like four years we haven't seen a lot of improvement well we thought he was gonna get canned when they lost the mexico well that's what that's what donovan said that he, yeah. he should get canned if they lost to mexico and they did and Here's that to, didn't here's happen. to Landon. Here he yeah. is. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, the, the other thing that happened today was Jose Mourinho getting fired at Chelsea. Oh, and, yeah. And the stat that I pointed out to Brandon was that he was the fourth longest tenured manager in the Premier League. It wasn't even three years. He's been there two and a yeah. half. Yeah, so Jurgen's killing it so right now. Four years, man. The, the thing about this losing. sport is that they change coaches and managers so frequently. That, that's usually with the club teams. I think with the national teams, they kind of stick with them a little, a little bit, bit longer. A little bit longer, yeah. But I think here's the thing, too. Very quickly, I think expectations in the United States about the national soccer team have maybe gotten too high. Or any sport. They're yeah, expect, they're expected well, to win for everything. any sport, but I think for especially with U.S. soccer, it's like gradual steps. But like, he was this guy that he was he was coaching Germany and they won a World Cup. Yep. And he was supposed to kind of turn this club around. And they were 29th in the FIFA rankings when he took over. They are currently 32nd. Well, they they cl- are worse. But they had climbed up inside the top 12, I believe, at one point during the They're World Cup. still worse four years later. That behind German team was behind stacked, Wales. Well, Wales. German team's always stacked. They're behind the, Wales, the US Algeria, both of the Irelands but part right of the, now in, in, the, in the FIFA rankings. Well, but part of the argument that, that Wambach was also making was in regards to the talent. And really, the talent speaks more to how strong a team's going to be and yeah. how it grows. And she was criticizing Klinsman's handling of the youth national programs and how they've grown. But the, the really fiery thing that came out of what she said with that, too, was 
that uh, the foreigners. she said, I also believe that he's changed and brought in a lot of these foreign guys. It's just not something I believe in wholeheartedly. I don't believe in it. And she mentioned Jermaine Jones and Fabian See, Johnson. That I name. don't have an issue with. It's the it's just the it's the results on the field. I want to see the results. Oh, I don't have an you, issue you don't, with you don't him. Have an issue with no, with I don't have an issue with that. the Jermaine Jones or or Fabian. I love Fabian Johnson. He's one of my favorite guys to watch on that team. Like I I have no issue with that whatsoever because a lot of sports do that. We talked about it earlier today. A lot of sports do that. And you brought up the point. You know who's on her team. Sydney LaRue. Right, who was born in Canada and plays for the right. U.S. national team, who's married to a guy in Dom Dwyer who's English who's trying to make it for the U.S. national team. Right. This, soccer is a sport, especially where this happens all the time because of dual nationalities. People are born in one place and try to play for another. Yeah, like yeah. The, the Swiss squad. Where yeah. they, where well, who, who is it that... Uh, <laughs> Why are they the, winning the Cam- so much? The, the brothers, one place for Cameroon, one place for Germany, Boateng. Boateng, yeah. 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 Jerome Boateng, Eric Boateng. Yeah. You guys both should play for Cameroon. They need the help. No, so, Kevin Prince Boateng. I just yeah. dropped an Eric Boateng. Yeah. Basketball player Former. reference. Go Devils. We had e- to get Evan, one Evan, you're more entrenched in this than probably any of us, although, Brandon, you, you were there as well. Is is it time to move on from Klinsman, in your opinion? And we'll, we'll, we'll quickly move through this. But No, I think? I, I think you keep him through Russia, through the deal they, they worked out. I think you give him this, the rest of the cycle. I mean, hey, we're almost in 2016, so we're two and, only two and a half years away from the next World Cup. It's it's tough to make that call now. Yeah. I, it, I, I, as, as much as I don't like the fact that we haven't seen the results, it's really tough to make. I think you wait until after the World Cup, and if and if they have a horrible showing in the World Cup, which, you know. What if they, they, but what if they, they still got to qualify? What if they, yeah, right. they haven't yeah, done that yeah, yet. If they don't qualify, then. Then, that, then that's gone. it. So, yeah. yeah, but what if they win in the knockout round and you go like? Well, as long as you see that improvement, like as long as they get back up, if they get up there in the FIFA rankings, and you see that not only are they improving, but they've got that improvement in the lower levels. They've got those young guys coming up. Uh, they guys like Jordan Morris, Bobby Wood. I mean, there's Julian some young Green. talent. Julian Green. What happened to Freddie? I guess do? we'll see. <laughs> It'll be interesting. He's playing to in see. like the fourth league in Switzerland. It'll be interesting to see how the U.S. men do in the Olympics. Because that's well, they got your Copa youth. America under twenty three, right? I mean, then, it's the youth. Yep. So and we can see how they do. And Copa then... America is the older group. That's the tournament in the U.S. that will feature North America, Central America, South America. That'll be o- a good test. Opening match going to be down the street at uh, Lima right, Stadium. Right. By the way, we'll do the podcast from there. Yeah. Sure. Is now does your Jurgen doesn't coach that team? He won't be on the sideline for that yeah, team. Right? Copa America, be. yeah, Copa, for the older guys, but not if the U twenty three. Job, not yeah. the U twenty three. Right. Then that means they'll probably lose. All right. Well, this brought on kind of an interesting. Uh, roster choice, roster decision here, um, and, and here's why: because she brought up the fact that you know the the you know he brings in these foreign guys, and I've always said, and this is one of the reasons why I've always thought that the U.S. has never been an elite soccer country, is because all of our elite athletes they play other sports. In other countries, the top athletes are brought up to play soccer. Our top athletes, they play football, Football, basketball, baseball, baseball. basketball. Like they don't they don't choose soccer as their number one sport. So I thought it would be fun to put a starting eleven of the best current athletes in in major pro sports that we could field. That would probably (laughs) that would probably dominate. Okay. Or probably be, you know, if if you gave him a couple months to practice together. Did you put Odell Beckham Jr. at forward? He could start. Just just wait. Just wait. All right. (laughs) right, Here we go. So in goal. So this is is the Team U.S. men's national team if they didn't play other sports starting 11. Starting 11. Voted on by Velasquez. Voted on by Velasquez with a little help from Doherty. All right. Here we go. All right. In goal, Anthony Davis. 
come on. It's it's he's seven feet tall. <laughs> unibrow. I, I get, seven feet tall. I get, I get, I get the wingspan. The I get the, the wingspan. wingspan. I get the wingspan. It's tough to get one past him. How would he get the low goals? The upper V goals, he'll block all of those. But the low ones, I he's feel good like at the, steals. Yeah, get some all low right, passes. Right, okay. okay. Next up. So let, we'll we'll start along the back line of the defense. Okay. Left back Tyron Matthew. You got because those left backs they usually come up on offense too. A little bit of both. Right back, your boy Adam Jones. Plays Orioles. defense and offense. I like that because of his length. I, I'm afraid that that Honey Badger wouldn't get the headers. No, no, no. The, the, left, the, the left backs usually crosses. the crosses. Okay, that's they fine. cross it in. All right. All right. Good. So center backs, we, we're going to go Ryan McDonough, the only hockey guy to make the, the list here. Solid defenseman for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. good. Very good underrated call. athlete. I like that. Um, and then the other center back is Tyron Matthews' boy, uh, other boy, Patrick Peterson. I mean, try try to try to compete for a header against that guy. <laughs> All right, in All the right. Mi- in, in the in the midfield going across okay. at uh, at right wing, so he's going to be playing speedy. in front of Adam Jones, Odell Beckham, nice. and just wait until you get the forward spots. But uh, on the on the other on the other wing is going to be Mike Trout, so he'll be taking <laughs> passes from, from Tyron Matthew. Wow! Now in this the, in is epic. The midfield, the A midfield linebacker planned. <laughs> the, the midfield, <laughs> the midfield. We got Wes Matthews. He was a soccer star in high school. Wesley Matthews for the so so he can you know handle he can do a little handle <laughs> dish it off to everybody right. the other spot you know if this guy is half as good dribbling with his legs as he is dribbling with his hands Steph Curry okay the other midfield spot come on all he's got to do is facilitate he's he's too, a, he's too soft for soccer he's a facilitator what are you talking about soccer players are soft yeah that's right. all he's got to do is fall true. down what happens when they play germany and those all right. super buff germans get out there he's going to be thrown to the floor but <laughs> so we're going to move we're going to move the forward spot I'm gonna okay. the two forwards lebron six foot eight now we're talking yeah lebron six foot eight the other forward spot julio jones nobody goes up and get the ball See, <laughs> So now this U.S. team just has to worry about stopping goals because they'll score a ton. Yeah. They might be offside you know a lot. They That's might, fine. They might fall into the offside we'll trap win, every we'll time. We'll win games seven to five. <laughs> as long as they That's win. That's okay. That would get Americans excited yeah. about There soccer. you go. Seven to five games all the time. Okay, wow. but the last question. Yeah. Who's the coach? Ooh. Pop. You're going to close, Pop. I'm giving pop. it to Pop. Yeah, it's the Pop. <laughs> wow. wow. Could, you, could you imagine Pop doing soccer? <laughs> oh, man. You could do it. Uh, that was a little fun. Wow. That's Decided good stuff, man. Fun. Great call. Great fun. call. He'd be at midfield on every yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, you mentioned Mourinho real quick. Uh, anybody, anybody care or know where you think he's going to land? Manu. You think? Manu. Uh, one, of, one, of, one of our former out? colleagues for the World Cup, uh, Ryan Bailey, is <laughs> very much, very much. Uh, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna. Either that or who was it? Somebody said M- was MLS today. Yeah, he apparently has said that he wants to coach the United States because he wants the kids to go to college. Here. Yeah, the Chicago Fire. And uh, Frank O'Connor, <laughs> okay. our, our brilliant uh, English engineer, suggested Miami because the new club that David Beckham is going to partly own. Okay, could you imagine Mourinho and Beckham in Miami? No, I just thought of something. Would you right now trade Jurgen for Jose? Right now? No. Only, only if we got that Odell Beckham Lebron. <laughs> yeah, if we got that. Okay, if Mourinho's coaching that All-Star athlete team. Yeah, he can come. Sure. Yeah, he can. He, right, he could fully show up. But not at this uh, moment. At this moment, <laughs> he. I mean, you saw like there's there's so much talent on the Chelsea team, and he couldn't get it done. So yeah. I don't think he could nah. turn this U.S. team around. 
All right, well, uh, MLS, that'd be at least be entertaining. Yeah. You can see more of the games. It'd be at normal times of day. All right, uh, let's try something new here. We're going to call this the two-minute drill. We've got three stories we, uh, we want to get to, so we'll keep it brief. Um, and uh, we'll get you guys' opinion on, on these stories. Uh, two minutes. We'll start the clock right now. Okay, first story, USA Today uh, reported that Dwight Howard says he wants to leave the Rockets. He denies that. Do you think Dwight Howard should leave the Rockets? Go. Go. Just go. Nobody cares. You're letting your first seconds get away, JP. I'm gonna no, take nobody, that nobody cares no. what you do, Dwight Howard. Nobody cares. Okay. Hey, why don't you go father your children? <laughs> hey, he's making... I think, I think we're done with the two minutes. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Time's up. <laughs> he's got $23 million sitting on the table. You would think no one else would give him that much the way he's been playing lately, but knowing the NBA, somebody's going to give him Somebody's going to give it to him. If Kwame Brock can get cashed out, anybody oh, can. The Sixers will take him. They, you know, they need, <laughs> they they need a forward, right? Hashtag trust the process. <laughs> All right, Ray Rice says he's not ready to give up on his NFL career. Should an NFL team give him a chance? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he he's a running back. I'm surprised he didn't actually get picked up this year. I, with as many with running injuries, back yeah. injuries as we've had, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I can't believe he didn't get a what do you phone think, call. I applaud him for sticking with his dream, wanting to be back in the NFL. Should the NFL allow him back? Yeah, Sean Johnson on his eighth team. I, I think Greg Hardy is still playing in the NFL. That's true. That's true. Absolutely true. Yeah, should he be, though? No. No. Reinstate Justin Blackman also and uh, Kush Gordon because marijuana is not a bad thing. I would I would say those two guys should be in the league before Greg Hardy and Ray Rice any day. Oh, I agree with that. That's fair. Yeah, I'll agree with that statement. Okay, 35 seconds left. Eli Manning in an interview. They are playing the Panthers this week. Says he's working on his touchdown dance. Has been for 12 years. And when it's ready, he'll put oh, it out there. Just, is there anything worse than seeing Eli? Think think about it. Seeing Eli Manning do a touchdown dance. I can name some stuff, seconds. but it's not it's not podcast appropriate. <laughs> But there are fully worse things. Then, than, uh, than that. Seeing the new Ghostbusters movie, <laughs> that, that could that, be that worse. People are talking about like that. Just, just don't remake a classic. Stop. Some of the white elephant Stop. gifts are worse than this. Yeah. Eli looks aloof anyway. I can imagine him trying to do a touchdown. It's bad enough in those direct TV commercials. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buzzer. That was the uh, two-minute drill. Yeah, maybe we'll try it again. All right. Uh, two minutes and one second. That's right. Two minutes and one second. Uh, Brandon. We haven't really talked much fantasy football on here. Let's uh, let's check in on fantasy football. You have a why not topic of discussion for no, us and today. It's, and it's a funny thing. It's it's something that I, I I get a kick out of every Sunday. You know, I'm sitting there watching the Sunday night game and I'm scrolling through Twitter, and it and it's always the the idiots on Twitter that are hitting up our colleague Brad Evans on how badly he screwed up their team because he gave them <laughs> bad advice and all this kind of stuff. And I just I find it comical that this is a fantasy football team. You are supposed to be the GM of it. It's your job to make the decisions, yet you get mad when you ask advice and it doesn't go your way. Yeah, Like, it's your own damn fault for hitting that little <laughs> button and clicking the player out. Like, yet, and, and kudos to Brad, who just, you know, constantly, you know, he throws the hate on himself and he just, he showers in it, basically. But it, it's one of my favorite Sunday evening activities. Um I mean, do you? I mean, we we have these guys at our disposal yeah. here. We don't ask them that often. Oh, I do. I'm about to say, yeah. Dan asks every every week. Okay. And yeah. you know what? Actually, Funston put me in my place this week. He said, "Hey, it's the playoffs. It's your team. Make the call." See, good. See, Funston. But gets I don't it. ever give him crap when he's when they're right, wrong. Exactly. I, I don't you care. can't do that. You can't. You can't say, "Hey, man, can I have a dollar?" And then you go buy something with that dollar, and you don't like it. <laughs> he gave you that dollar. <laughs> it's like going to it's a restaurant. It's like going to a restaurant and asking the waiter for a recommendation on what's 
the best dish, uh-huh. and then it's something that you order and you don't like it, yeah. and you complain about don't it. Don't ask. Like, I know people like really? that. Those people are sick. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it called like an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> an asshole? Yeah. I, I always find it well, funny that the, the people who are tweeting uh, Teflon Evans, I call him Teflon, uh, look like those <laughs> who live in the Donald Trump support C-section. Like they're always Whoa. the lowest of the low on the intelligence level. The grammar's always terrible. It's You wonder how they got the internet or how they can afford to keep the internet on. <laughs> it's most of the people who <laughs> complain to people. And bitch to people yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, like if you go grammar. on their Twitter but feed, it's just like they don't have any line. original yeah. idea it's tweet. Just it's just they just are constantly hitting, you know, hating on people. All right. So the message here <laughs> is from Brobes to all of you out there. Make if you ask for advice, decisions. and if you ask for advice, take it and deal with it. Should have them do thirty fearless forecasts. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or you could do one hundred and twenty, and we could see how you fare on the internet. But you will probably like that because it'd be the most popularity and attention you've ever been shown in your entire existence. <laughs> I want you to forecast. It's always easier until you have to do it yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, real quick, anybody? What, what's our playoff outlook here, guys? Who's who's in the postseason? Three semifinals. Nice. Three leagues, three semis. Nice. Yep. Four. Four out of how many? Four out of five. Man. Good for you. <laughs> We're just killing JP? it over here. I'm pretty salty because Andy Dalton decided to pull a lower extremity muscle <laughs> and not finish the football game after he shaved a few points throwing a shovel pass directly to a defensive lineman. So uh, I lost. Thanks for nothing, Andy Dalton. After that, I attempted to cut my entire team. But for some reason, the Yahoo roster will not allow you <laughs> to cut everyone. They make you keep enough players that you have to field. Because you still got to play in the loser's bracket. Yeah, but that's pointless because I won that last year on a six-game winning streak. So what? I've been there. I've done that. Okay? Got the T-shirt. Okay? Be- better you do that. That's great. And actually say, screw it. I'm not doing it anymore. Then the jerk who goes out is in last place but is in the consolation bracket oh, and decides, my. I'm going to pick up Denard Robinson, uh, Tim uh, Hightower, and all see, these dudes in week 15. That's my thing. one. I, I'm in a money league. Yeah. And in uh, and, and, and that league, if you don't make the playoffs – you are not allowed to pick it's up the way it should be. Right, you're not allowed to make. And, and then if you lose in the first round, you can't make. Like so, this coming in this week, four teams. Only those four teams were allowed to make moves. I agree. And that and that's the way it should be. Like you shouldn't be allowed to mess with other people's rosters. And if Tom Brady wants to make America great again, he can throw five touchdown passes <laughs> this weekend. Help me win some damn money. Oh man, I'm in a. That's how he can do it. No nah, man, in... no, nobody's rooting for you, Tom Brady. Andy Dalton, <laughs> I was on. I'm only rooting for you in the fictitious sense. Well, you were only in the postseason because of a technicality. So we'll just yeah. leave that right what there. You, I won fair don't, and square. Don't worry, JP. I'm gonna take out Craig this week. It's all good. I got your back. <laughs> I was on a crash course where talent meets timing, okay? And somebody decided to <laughs> undermine me and take that away. I don't appreciate Andy it. Andy Dalton. Well, I, Evan, I'm in, a, I'm in a cash league that I had that had a guy who's in the Constellation bracket pick up exactly who you said. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Of course, then I picked up uh, Dijuan. Do you want? How do you Duan, say Dijuan Harris, Harris uh, on Sunday, right on time, uh, only for him to be dropped on Tuesday for said Bryce Brown. Your cousin. Is right, my cousin. Um, anyway, but the, you, but the backside of that story is I tried to cut my whole team so somebody else could pick them up, and I made the mistake of cutting them too late. So everybody has to wait until next week to get Allen Robinson and the rest of those sexy fantasy guys ooh. for the chip. So someone will still thank me. I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get the <laughs> gifts, but I'm just saying now I'm playing with the devil's rejects for 
covered nothing. I'm putting in my waiver claim right now. <laughs> he is, actually. Uh, if you have any fantasy football woes, feel free to contact us uh, yeah. at uh, at the Bullpen Pod on Twitter. or We'll you can forward email them us. to Brad Evans. That's right. Bullpenpodcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to this week's random shot provided by our friend Lawrence at Frisco Smooth, who wanted to ask JP, but we're going to open it up to the panel. Uh, the best sports book you've ever read. Lawrence, thanks for the question. If you do have one for us, send it in to at the bullpen pod with the hashtag ask JP. JP, let's start with you. Best sports book you've ever read. Super dope story. So uh, Face came to the house one day with gifts and he gifted me a head slap. The Deacon Jones autobiography. Oh. And first and foremost, the read was amazing. I had no idea that Deacon Jones is actually the all-time leader in sacks, except for some people weren't fast enough to keep stats back when he was killing the league. Uh, so I read the book, and then I decided to you know start from the front, and I looked in the inside cover, and Deacon Jones autographed it. Oh, Nice. So my head slap book is autographed by the late, great Deacon Jones. Wow. Arguably the greatest defensive lineman to put on a helmet and shoulder pad. So that's my greatest sports story. Yep. Uh, being the golf nerd I am, uh, Rich Beam, you may remember, won the PGA <laughs> Championship 10 or 12 years ago. 2003, I, don't. I believe. I uh, had a great book, I believe, Buds and Tees, I think it's called. But basically, it's a story about him on all the mini tours and basically how he drank himself all the time and how you make a little bit of money and have to drive to the next tournament and so forth. Kind of the behind-the-scenes inside story of all these guys on mini tours. It was pretty cool. Did you meet him? No, not meet him. All right. Ropes. Don't have it signed. Don't have, never mind. Um, this might come as a shock to you guys, but I'm not much of a book reader. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on this. So <laughs> um, where are you but, going? <laughs> no, no, no. I di- I have read some, just yeah. not many. Um, the it was the book called The Game by Ken Dryden. Okay. Uh, the goalie for the Canadians, and it was about the 78, 79 Canadians and what it's like to be a goalie. And it was very well written. And you're like, well, goalie, a guy who gets hit in the head all the time, like. You know, how could it be that good? But this guy was he was an Ivy League student like he he it was it was a very interesting read. And it was, you know, for for me, again, someone who doesn't read a lot of books that has to go to the top of the list. I'm sure there are better ones out there. Sure. The Deacon Jones one sounds fantastic. I might have to go find it or borrow I'll it from JP. Fully read head slap. Like the stories um, in there are great, and it's a different NFL when everybody wasn't a pansy and you could actually hit the quarterback and uh, attempt to take him beautiful. to the ground. Glorious. Yeah. I um, I actually don't have one, so I've decided to make my New Year's resolution to read an actual book from cover to cover for sports. JP got you. One. But I will mention. I will mention that. <laughs> I will mention that uh, the columnist that I really used to enjoy. That I, I was a sports page junkie through yeah, high school and so the columnist that i really enjoyed was um i actually don't even know how to pronounce his last name bud uh, he was in the mercury news his name was bud gracie i believe he used to do this wake of the week column on sunday mornings in the mercury news and i used to look so forward to reading the wake of the week so uh, if if that's i uh, sorry lawrence that's not what you're looking for but that's what i've got right now i can't really remember the last sports book i read cover to cover you're tight for reading the actual newspaper that seems so well i don't foreign. do that anymore but I used to when they were he has a of value. Yeah. Um, okay. Frisco Smooth. Thank you for our random shot this week. Uh, real quick, I saw SI release their top sports moments of 2015. And I thought we could go through the top 10 here. If you guys want to guess yeah. some, we can. Um, I do have them 
uh, right here, and I will uh, go from 10 to 1 after we make a few guesses. You guys want to take top 10 sports moments JP, you going of first? 2015. Did uh, Kirkland Cousin, you like that, make honorable mention? <laughs> it actually did make honorable mention. Did it really? It was on the list. The wow. video of him getting fired up, that was that was on the list, but it was not in the top 10. I've, I've done everything I could. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got some? I'll throw out, um, whether it was the game or I guess the moment, I'll say Carly Lloyd's midfield yeah. goal in the World Cup final. Yes, that is number four on the list. Four, okay. They they encompassed it as defeating Japan. Yep. Right. Uh, Malcolm Butler, number one, ladies and gentlemen, number one. Malcolm um, Butler winning the Super Bowl essentially with a Rousey getting KO'd. Rousey getting knocked out is number eight, eight. on the list. All right, uh, I should have been higher. Amer- American Pharaoh, American Pharaoh. Number three. Shout out Serena for being the GOAT. Nobody cares about that horse. Serena's got to be on the list. She should be like number two. She's easily the most mm. dominant female athlete ever. Not even on All right, I'm, 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 going, I'm going a little, no. little off the cuff here. She's not on the top here. ten, and so she's not on my list. Riley Curry stealing everybody's heart. No? No, the Warriors are on here. The Warriors are on here for number five. Sports person of the year, but she doesn't make the top not list. Not for SI, of, no. Do you think it makes me like, ineligible? But Sports Illustrated gave her... Sports person of the year, but didn't put her. What I are y'all be- doing? I believe her uh, when she got upset. I believe that was on the list, but I don't remember what number it was. Was, was uh, Michigan State winning on that fake, that horrible punt? On was the list, there? not was top it? ten. Oh, okay. Not showing Sports Illustrated. No more love on here. Jordan Spieth on there anywhere? So number ten. I'll start at number ten. Uh, Dustin Johnson winning the U.S. Open for Jordan Spieth is the number ten moment. Him missing that oh, by missing two putts. Putt. Yeah, wow. missing those two putts. Yeah. Number nine. The Royals won their first World Series I in had, thirty yeah. years. Number eight. Home, uh, home beating Rousey. Number seven. Ohio State winning the first college football playoffs. Yep. The Cardale. Yeah. Number six. The FIFA corruption scandal. Ah. Uh, Big talking point. Five is the Warriors. Four is U.S. US women's national team. Three American Pharaoh. Number two. Last Whiskey? chance guesses. Whiskey. Wisconsin? Nope. Although that was that was Wisconsin on Wisconsin over Kentucky. That was in the top twenty. Ending the ending Number the two. Rain. What are we overlooking here? Uh, it was Serena a, still. Jameis's fumble. <laughs> Jameis's fumble against uh, Oregon. Nope. That created the meme sensation. It was on the list. Oh, mm. uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. No, that was in the top twenty, but it was oh. not well, because the fight was terrible. 20. Yeah. Uh, number two, Deflate Gate. Oh yeah. come on! It's not a moment. Okay, though. here's some honorable mentions that I picked out of the list. Patriots make it one two. Um, yeah, Sports Illustrated is weak for that. Here's here's a couple of uh, here's a couple of things I pulled off the list I thought were honorable mentions. Kind of funny. Uh, number twelve was Missouri players. Uh, their Strike, their stand yeah, yeah. up. Uh, the bat flip in ALDS game yes, five yes. was oh, on the yes. list. It was probably in the top thirty. That deserved to be on. There. Uh, number ninety four was Left Shark. From yes. the Super Bowl. 94. And number 109, Usain Bolt getting tangled up with a reporter on a Segway. Oh, that's oh. funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, that was fun. That's not as good top. as chimpanzee right You can check out segway, the top uh, 115. You've never seen that side. move. Next, that time, next time, we'll just check make our own list, and then we, we should have people, because Sports Illustrated, y'all messed up. We should. Agreed. Definitely you need, should. To, you need to show the God of Serena more love, period. <laughs> all right. Well, first and foremost, we are all fans here in the bullpen. So t- let's take a look at our teams coming up this weekend and throughout the college bowl season. We'll start with the NFL on uh, Sunday and Saturday and Thursday and Monday. Lots of NFL this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the Redskins. Bills favored by one in the nation's capital. Circle the wagons, JP. Circle the wagons. We fully perform well at home. Usually that uh, Dallas game being the asterisk as a blemish. Um, we'll win this one because we're going to win the division and host a playoff game. Uh, they went out by your yeah. uh, by your predictions. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to go to the playoffs for some odd reason with a semi-losing record. So, hmm. Um, Let's go 23 
17 Redskins because Tyrod's still a ball, so they'll keep it close. Chicago, Dub Bears traveling up to Minnesota. Robes? Uh, I think Vikings, they, Vikings five and a half point. Yeah, so. they they need this one bad um, just for psyche purposes. So I'm going to go 27-20. They cover at home. Teddy looks good again, hopefully. All right. I don't sound too thrilled by that, but. The Andy Daltonless less Bengals. Sorry, JP. Uh, traveling to Levi's uh, to take on the Niners, Ev. Uh, Bengals still four-and-a-half-point favorites with A.J. McCarron. I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. Um, I don't think they'll do as well with McCarron, obviously. They look Dalton, terrible. But the Niners are still just terrible. I'll go 17-10 Bengals. Oh, a low-scoring affair. Yep. And I, I got a bold prediction. Evan's going to find his way there and, and find Mrs. McCarron, and he's going to sit next to her. Ooh. <clears throat> <laughs> it could happen. Ooh. <clears throat> no comment. That's all. No I, comment. I got <laughs> He tried to get A plus in trouble. Yeah. Ooh, it got hot. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't listen to the podcast, does she? She will this week. Oh. No. <laughs> she'll find her not way yet. to it. <laughs> not, not, yeah, she'll, she'll listen this week. Listen after the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. She'll find think, the archive. I think this is going to be AJ McCarron's got a, first, a whole week with the first team. I'm going to say he actually has a good game. I'm going to give him a big win, 35-10. Wow. Wow. Over the Niners. Wow. Dan hates the Niners. <laughs> Just keep going to A.J. Green. And I should. That's all, I can. Uh, all right, let's look at the bowl season, guys. Holiday Bowl, USC, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Shout out the incomparable Pat Forty for showing us love as opposed to the Cure Bowl, which you told everyone not to watch. Thank you. Uh, USC is going to win big because Stave, <laughs> who is How arguably— many picks? How many picks? <laughs> arguably the worst quarterback I may have ever seen in college. He's got more interceptions on the season than he does touchdowns. So he'll easily throw at least two in this game. SC, she went big, like 37 to 14. I wish I wish that there was a prop bet for over-under on how many interceptions, because if it was at two and a half, I'd take the over. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even know why Stave's on scholarship. Hey, it's amazing. No idea. 37-14 USC. You heard it here first. The Cure Bowl, San Jose State, Georgia State. Oh, boy. Be a lot My of people. prediction, Dan's going to be drunk. A lot of <laughs> Dan's going to be dressed like Santa is what's going to be happening at and that he's point. He's going to be drunk. Um, SantaCon at the Cure Bowl? Maybe, yeah, maybe by the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm actually going to say I'm going to say State wins this one. Uh, just because I don't, I don't know why. Georgia State? San Jose State, yeah. Uh, I, I, picked, uh, I picked your boys in, in Brad Evans' pool. Evan has no chill. I, they are two-point favorites. I, <laughs> no eh, chill. It's, it's, <laughs> Look at your boy. <laughs> it's no one manners. of those, man. I got to tell you this, Dan. I, I, I told JP this earlier. I respect you because you love a losing team more than anyone I know. And I respect that because that's really hard because this comes from an Oakland A's fan, too. That's why we love you, Dan. That's why I respect you. Uh, that's all I got, man. I mean, that's actually not true. You could root for other teams, especially in an amateur sport. NFL, MLB, like I get you only have one team. College, you can root for a lot of kids because it's, it's college. But, I mean, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to throw shade at, at your Spartans. It's, I mean, it is what it is. No, but you, I mean, you, when you have the emotional tie, you, yeah, you can't give that up. Yeah. I mean, I was, I've been going to those games since I was like seven years old, man. You're a proud alum. And I went there for I school, hope, and I, I wasn't supposed to. But hope they uh, get that dub. Yeah, it doesn't. This this bowl game shouldn't. I mean, 
it shouldn't even matter at this point. Like I don't, I don't really care if they lose. I'm not going to be heartbroken like the year where they were ten and two and got you know a crappy bowl game, or the year they were six and six and didn't get a bowl invitation. Like this is like this is kind of like icing. If they win, great. If they You're don't, with house great. money, they got one point three million dollars for the conference. That's fine. Dan, uh, never I'm going to say I'm going to say state wins like. I don't know, 27, 20, something like that. Isn't this Georgia Santa State's first it's ever, their first ever FCS bowl game? Bowl so game? that's why I think it it could be it could go the other way, but it it just depends. I think I don't know. I haven't scouted their team. I don't think anybody has. So. He hasn't watched the tape yet. No, I haven't watched the Georgia State tape. I'll get on that. All right, Cactus Bowl, Arizona State, West Virginia, gentlemen. You you going first? Cacti. Enjoy your cactus. Uh, 28-23 ASU. That's a low score. Yeah. That's really low. I'm looking back at some of West Virginia's scores this yeah, year. Yeah, but they, uh, when they face good defenses, they don't score that much. Berkovich should get 28 by halftime in this one. No. Well, and, and on the flip side, West Virginia's been playing better defense as of late, too. So, mm. And they're about to lose their coach. I'll go 35-31 ASU, which I believe was the inside bowl score when we beat Rutgers. Yeah, at Bank One Ballpark, which yeah. is where I met, I met now uh, Chase Field, which is where that game's gonna be played in Phoenix. Isn't Holgerson in trouble of like really losing his job after the game? So I feel like he's gonna have to put a ton of points on the board just cause. Yeah. Well, you can try, but I mean, very true. Going to. Real quick, let's touch on the Warriors. Drake, Steph, Aisha going to In and Out Burger. They're gonna win another thirty-five in a row. What's the streak? What's our number? What are we calling right now? Shout you figure out, they they just they just dismantled shout the Suns out to them last going night. Going In and Out afterwards, yeah, and not inviting everybody else. That's a good point. They went all the way to Alameda. I mean, and yeah. that was that's a good 15, 20-minute drive from the arena. Well, they were probably trying to get as far away from the arena yeah. as they yeah. could. But did you see that Drake, uh, he invested in Omni? He's getting smart, man. He's like He might be the smartest rapper. He's getting that, that tech money. See, the tech money that should be going to San Jose State to get some premier athletes to play on the <laughs> football team. Come on, boosters. Follow Drake. He's showing I'll, you the way. I'll go I'll go 12. I'll go another 12 games. Think 12 before they lose? Yeah, I, I don't Nobody's, have a schedule in front of me. I'm just going to pick 12. Well, they're going to lose on Christmas. So. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're talking about. They're playing LeBron on Christmas. I don't give a crap. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm saying 12. Oh, I think they beat the Cavs on yeah. Christmas. No, that's a, that's a revenge game. Although, because J.R. Smith think, was talking that that trash, and, and, and this it, is and the I, game that he actually shows up. I, and probably I, I, would, goes for I wouldn't talk trash to a Warriors team that's you know they're ready to they're ready to whoop the Bucks on Friday. That's all I know. What if they lose again? Oh my gosh! Lose. Can you imagine that? Oh what if Jason Kidd has their number? He doesn't want anybody to go to this strip club anymore, so now they're locked <laughs> in and ready. <laughs> Jason uh, Kidd hating on the boom boom room. I'm sure he went a lot when he was at Cal. And Evan's actually here. looking at the schedule right now trying to figure out when they're. I say they win another 15. Wow. Because then they go to Cleveland on January 18th. That's the one? That's the one. Hashtag quick math. And I'm going to be way wrong, maybe. But if I am, who cares? But I, I'm going out on the limb. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying MLK Day TNT. That's when it goes down. If I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, Warriors start another streak. We'll see how they do. Gentlemen, any final thoughts as we wrap up uh, this edition of the bullpen? Happy New Year, everybody, and happy holidays. Man, where that. did this year go? Happy, happy Kwanzaa. That's yeah. upcoming. That's why I said holidays. Yep. Encompass them all. Hanukkah, Boxing Day, Yom Kippur. Uh. National That's it. National JP Day is soon as well. When is that? January sixth. You can send your gifts early. <laughs> okay, just make sure you need the mailing address. The email us. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna be on that personal because you know the political connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, from all of us oh, to all of you, oh, what's up? Real quick. Hey, Francis Underwood. Fu 2016 is finally coming oh, back. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Where's Claire? We got plenty of time to build up, uh, build up to the next season of House of Cards, which Ooh. debuts in March on Netflix. So we'll, we'll definitely talk about that. 
uh, as well as a lot more in 2016 as the bullpen rolls on. Thanks for uh, checking in, uh, checking us out this year. And if you can, go to iTunes. If you listen to us on iTunes, give us a, a review. Rate us on iTunes. It always helps. Five stars. Grow more uh, listeners. And uh, you can always contact us at the Bullpen Pod on Twitter and bullpenpodcast at gmail.com. Gentlemen, Everybody happy holidays. Metro yeah, Everyone. Metro Mint as well. Cheers to you. Thanks for tuning into the Bullpen.